Welcome to Friends in Fiction, five best-selling authors, endless stories. Friends in Fiction is a podcast with five best-selling novelists whose common love of reading, writing, and independent bookstores bound them together with chats, author interviews, and fascinating insider talk about publishing and writing. These friends discuss the books they've written, the books they're reading now, and the art of storytelling. If you love books and you're curious about the writing world, you're in the right place. Best-selling novelists Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, Patty Callahan Henry, and Mary Alice Monroe are five longtime friends with more than 80 published books to their credit. At the start of the pandemic, they got together for a virtual happy hour to talk about their books, their favorite bookstores, writing, reading, and publishing in this new uncharted territory. They're still talking, and they've added fascinating discussions with other best-selling novelists. So join them live on their Friends and Fiction Facebook group page every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, or listen and view later at your leisure. Hi, everybody. I'm Mary Kay Andrews, and tonight I am hosting our very first much-anticipated and first annual Friends and Fiction office Christmas party. So tonight, we're all about creating new holiday memories. And of course, somewhere in here, we'll probably get around to talking about books and authors and maybe even bookstores. So I hope all of you got the memo and you're wearing your best ugly Christmas sweater and that you're sipping your favorite holiday cocktail. Because you can bet I am wearing my sweater and so are the other ladies. So a little intro, I'm Mary Kay Andrews. Tonight, this creation I'm wearing was supposed to be a very expensive sweater I ordered from an online place called Tipsy Elves. It didn't get here on time, so instead I'm wearing my dog's Christmas sweater. So that's what 2020 is about for me. And my forthcoming May 4th release is The Newcomer. Now, Sean, will you bring in the next of our Christmas elves? Hi, it's Mary Alice. Merry Christmas, everybody. I am wearing my Get Lit which has a double entendre, which I really, really love. And I'm going to show you why I really love it. That's the kind of lit I'm talking about. Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's a toast, and we'll talk drinks later. Cheers. Oh, there's Hi. <laughs> Hi there. I'm Kristen Harmel. I'm the author of the forthcoming uh, Forest of Vanishing Stars. And I am wearing um, a sweater that has Santa Claus riding a pterodactyl, um, which is about as ridiculous as I could come up with, as ridiculous as 2020. So, And I also have my little light-up hat. And um, I will tell you, I had to accessorize with these bulbs because sometime between the time this sweater arrived and the time I put it on, um, the light stopped working. So it's supposed to work like Mary Alice's, but sadly, the sweater 2022. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm muted. Um, and I think my fuse with my light just blew. So sorry that I'm a little dark. <laughs> but unfortunately, you can see my sparkles. Um, I am the author of the forthcoming Under the Southern Sky. Um, and I have to show you my hat. It's itching, honestly. So, but it's, it's pretty great. It's sequin and it's very, very tall, very Frenchish. Oh, um, I was upset that y'all might not be able to see my Christmas socks. So they are actually a part of my attractive sweater here. 
<laughs> along with this badge that says the uglier the sweater, the merrier the Christmas, which Aww. is so true. But really the best part of my costume that I wanted to show all of you is my fingernails. So I hope you can see them. I've got Rudolph on my pinky right here and a glittery index finger and candy cane tips. So wonderful. Pretty exciting. <laughs> I love it. Hi, I am Patty Callahan, and um, I am so covered in tinsel that <laughs> I just want to start ripping it off. Like, because you said, when you try, I thought it would have this like cute tinsel, and it's it's got Christmas balls in it. <laughs> it I love is, it. I love it. It is so obnoxious, and I can tell you a hundred percent, I will never wear it again. But um, I am Patty Kellyan, and my forthcoming novel—I don't even know what it is. It's Christmas. I don't. My forthcoming novel is Surviving Savannah, and it comes out on March 9th on 2021, when hopefully we will be in a new and better place. <laughs> okay, now we're going to bring in um, our staff because it is the office Christmas party. Meg, Sean, we bring staff. Meg is our managing director. We, and had, we had to search for a title for her. She's our Jersey <laughs> girl and our managing director. And uh, what is that hat exactly? Oh, it's uh, it's got. Um, can we tell everyone that we were with you when you bought it? We were present when that hat was purchased. And Tybee. Yeah, it's fabulous. It's Okay, now we're going to bring in our, Sean, bring in our birthday boy. Ooh, hey guys, Sean, you have to show everybody your full-on sweater. Okay, Ooh. my three-year-old helped pick out the sweater for me. Christmas village at the bottom, like a whole Christmas village. You know, I haven't even analyzed it. This is the first time I've worn it. So yes. Oh, oh, oh. really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you've saved it. That is awesome. That it really fun. is. Sean is our, we call him the cabana boy, but actually, <laughs> what what actually is He's our savior? Producer. He's our producer. He's the man that pulls all the switches and makes us look like we know what we're doing when we absolutely don't. Yes, and my next book is coming out in five seconds. It's the lower thirds. That'll be funny jokes on the bottom. <laughs> Sean, it should be everything you hear before the show. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. We should do a non-disclosure. Green room. Yeah. yeah. What's everybody drinking tonight? Oh, lots. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. This I'm so excited about. This is called a smoking bishop. And this is the drink. I had I'd never heard of this. I mean, other than in Christmas Carol, this is the drink that Scrooge offered Cratchit at the very end of a Christmas Aww. Carol when he would reformed. And it's really strong and it's so good. It's got port wine in it, like a, a bottle, a bottle of Portuguese red wine. It's made with Seville oranges and a little sugar and a few cloves. And you cook it until it's really warm and 
Oh, I promise you, it's so good. And we'll post the recipe. But this, if you want to do Dickens all the way, this is the drink, Smoking Bishop. That's okay. awesome. Is anybody here Team Eggnog? I'm Team oh, Eggnog. I love yeah. It. I love eggnog. yeah, yeah, Very I like good. Eggnog a lot. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tonight, I am drinking a creation that I got out of the Atlanta paper years ago. It's called a Red Rooster. And you um, make a um, slushy out of frozen cranberry juice, frozen lemonade, frozen orange juice, vodka. You freeze that until it's slush, and then you pour it in your glass, a pretty glass like this, hopefully. And then you add, top it off with some ginger ale. Nice. What else, What else, What other cocktails do you ladies like? Well, I know you guys, I created something for friends oh, and fiction. <laughs> See, it's our it's our signature cocktail, um, created by lots of me drinking things I shouldn't be in midday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, it's twenty twenty. It doesn't matter. Nothing counts. You guys, it's called the Fab Five, and it's a five ingredient cocktail. Um, in our signature friends and fiction blue. So we will share the recipe on um, on the Facebook page, but the Fab Five. You know, we might want to put a potency, um, like how many how many glasses strong it is, because I just took one sip, one sip, I can't even talk, of the Smoking Bishop, and I'm about, ooh. <laughs> well, I hope everybody can find the disclaimer that I sent out. You wouldn't drink and sleep. At the office Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> That's one good thing. Nobody's going anywhere, so we can drink as much as we want. That, right? that is true. That's so true. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. Can I show you all my Bloody Marys here? Yes. So one of my friends makes these every year. And let me say, one of my very best friends, and she will not give me the recipe. It is her secret <laughs> oh, family wow. Bloody Mary recipe. Her mom makes them. Her grandmother makes them. I mean, booze passed down through the generations. You cannot beat it. But they are so good. So she always makes me like a ton of bottles for Christmas so that I can, you know, have them all through the years. And she won't tell me what's in them, which is so rude. Oh, that is awesome. That is rude. Meg, what's your favorite Christmas cocktail? Uh, I'm just going to go with red wine and my feeling extremely jolly wine glass. Yeah, next birthday, next birthday is Christmas. Yes. Oh, yes. No, Meg, really? Not the 25th. Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah. And they didn't call you Holly or Noel no, no, or Mary? No, no, no. And no, no, her no. husband is a Halloween baby, right? That's that's true. Yeah. Meg, that would make a really cute, meet cute book. You know, yes. like a love romance. That would <laughs> the holiday family. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the baby's born on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got you guys, we hope that you have all been posting pictures of your holiday finery. We love seeing it. And you know, this past year has been a tough one for a lot of us. So the five of us decided that we would lighten things up tonight and we talk about the best and worst of the holiday season. Now, I don't know about you all, but I have been binging on all my Christmas favorites. Have you guys already watched your favorite Christmas movie? Yes. <laughs> I'm saving mine. Saving it. I'm saving yeah. it. Um, mine is, you want you guys want to share what yours is? Yeah. What your favorite Christmas movie is? Okay, yeah. mine is, and forevermore will be White Christmas. 
John is gonna dreaming of a wife. Sean was gonna bring up the movie. Poster. It's really sad Sean's <laughs> work at the party. That is just bad. <laughs> I know we're so rude making bad him work form. at his own office bad party. Bad form, Kathy. There it is. Oh. I love that scene when they opened yeah. up the barn doors. Yeah. So years ago when I wrote wow. my first Christmas novel, Midnight Clear, I had a seamstress recreate Rosemary Clooney's Mrs. Santa dress from the movie, red satin with fur trim. Oh, wow. And I had postcards made to send out that's telling people that the book was come out. This was way back in the day. And, you know, cool. Because it's still my favorite movie, I can sing all the lyrics to Sisters. Sisters. Okay, girl, tell me what your favorite movie is, Christmas movie is. And Sean, are you a uh, diehard Christmas movie fan? <laughs> he left us. So oh, there I'm back. Back. Now, you said diehard. <laughs> I come back. It's like Beetlejuice. I'm just <laughs> Christmas midnight mass and my son and husband would sit there and watch Die Hard. <laughs> no Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation is way better. Yeah. Uh, um, Patty, what's what's your favorite Christmas movie? Well, it's I have to say my favorite Christmas movie is because it's a family favorite, and that's Elf. Um, oh, you know, and, and my kids have always had the little elves. There it is. And they can say every line in the movie yeah. about cotton-headed, cotton-headed ninny muffins. And <laughs> they, they still have to watch it every year. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but I do have to tell you that last night, the Die Howard, Die, yes, oh Die subject came up. <laughs> and Pat said, I'm in the mood for a Christmas movie. And he said, Die Hard. I said, that's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> and I was outvoted three to one because both my sons oh, boys. the Christmas movie. And I was like, I'll watch Elf, but I mean, I oh, love yeah. Die Hard, but I don't, I love Die Hard. And the other Christmas movie I love so much is Love Actually. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I actually, I should have put that as my yeah. favorite. In fact, I don't think I've, I think I've watched it 20 times. And there has never been a single time I haven't cried at the end. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so I love it too. Yeah. I'm still mad at um, oh, what's his name for the bracelet. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently was she at the end of the movie. She was still <laughs> not so happy. Let's go home. And he died a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Isn't that sad? I he love was, yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah, he Alan. I love his what voice. That one is holiday. I just and actually, he's actually in Die Hard too. So that's true. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's the red that runs Snopes or Snipes or whatever in Harry Potter. Harry he, Potter. he was. Yes. He was. Hey, I yeah. don't know that he died. I'm a little sad now. Oh, oh yeah. Isn't that sad? It's not fair, but the wonderful author, Neil Gaiman, you know, The Ocean That's at right. the End of the Line, he, Lane, he sometimes reads his books. He sounds exactly like Alan oh, Rickman. Oh, wow. So not only does he write wonderfully, but he sounds like Alan wow. Rickman. That's wow. just not fair. Hey, yeah, but he left behind. Don't be sad. He left behind some great work and one of my favorite Christmas movies. Okay. Dead. Dead. Um, Kristen, what's your favorite Kristen Christmas movie? Mine is um, this... Um, it's a movie called The Night They Saved Christmas. Um, it was a made-for-TV movie from 1984 starring oh Art God, Carney. Poster. Isn't that amazing? Jackson Smith and Art Carney. It, 
I, I can't even explain it. Um, it, 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 it came out when I was five. It's so and, but, but I think it might have just been like the right age. The one, for, right. It, Santa. For, for it to imprint. My gosh, you guys, that is Santa though. Like, yeah, so the, yeah, the, yeah. the plot of the movie is Jack, Jacqueline Smith's kids have to save Christmas and like save North Pole City because their dad is dynamiting near North Pole City and he doesn't I, believe I <laughs> he doesn't believe that Santa is there. So um yes, uh it is a fabulous movie and I wasn't sure if it would stand up, but Noah, my four and a half year old, loves it too. So we have another generation now of weird people in my family visualizing Santa <laughs> that particular way. <laughs> That's so cute. I am I dying am. at that movie poster. <laughs> I remember the movie really well. It was <laughs> Christy. How about you? <laughs> I just have to tell y'all. You know how I always have like a little excitement going on yeah. in the background. So tonight, I was trying to plug my computer in. I had my light on. The tree and the ten thousand lights were plugged in, and the fuse blew. Oh, of course, oh. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, well. My husband's not home yet. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to figure something out because I I can't move and I can't plug my computer in to any other outlet. So he just went and got the extension cord off of the golf cart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then plugged it in so that I have to What is it? I'm sweating in this sweater so bad. <laughs> um, okay. So my favorite movie is the original Grinch. Uh-huh. I love it so much. Um, I just, it's my favorite. It's like the right length, you know, it's not super long. Uh, the remake last year was really cute um, too. Really cute. But this is just my forever. I, like Jim Carrey. I just don't like Jim Carrey in a green. That icks me out. It creep. That one creeps me out. That's not my favorite one. I don't like that one. Yeah. I really like the one with um, Boris Karloff as the voice of the Grinch. Yeah, I just oh, heard that it's not yeah. Boris Karloff singing the song, though. Oh, oh, I heard on some radio Christmas radio thing that's like, you know, that's not Boris Karloff singing the song. It's somebody else. I know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, Mary, what's your word? Uh, and a different, a little different than um, the Grinch. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's just such a great movie. And the reason, I mean, there's so many. I prefer, and I, I watch them all. I mean, almost every night I just get into the covers and I have the TV in my bedroom and I love to watch. It's the way I come down at Christmas. But I love the old movies. I really do. And the reason I love some of my favorites are the ones that have not so sweet stories, but the ones where the family really goes through yeah. a hard time. Like, do you all see the family stone? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a great I, one. I love to cry because then at the end, you're like, oh, life we, especially this year, you know, yeah. we do get yeah. through tough times. Yeah. And what I love about a wonderful, it's a wonderful life is it's not an easy story. You have a guy who's standing on a bridge about ready to jump. Yeah. I mean, think about how desperate that was. Yeah. And then, of course, he he sees how his life changed everyone's life, and it, it, he made a difference. And when he's at the very end, and he's running down the street. Right, Mary. He wants to get home. Once he figures it out, he wants to be home so fast that I'm crying at this point. And then they're all again. The whole town's there, and 
uh, the family comes. It's just all about giving. And of course, when Clarence comes in the bell, ding, 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 yeah. ding. I, I mean, you can't help wings and Angel gets his wings. <laughs> and Angel you know gets it's very wings. hard to take you very seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling this beautiful story. <laughs> And there's the way. But seriously, don't you sometimes love to have your heart twisted just a little bit? Yeah, at yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so it's, and it's, it's, it's Jimmy Stewart. How can yeah. you not love a movie with no. Jimmy Stewart? It's definitely a watch every year for me, too, for sure. Yeah. And the other ones, there's one that's not really a Christmas movie, but it's Judy Garland singing. Um, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yes. That's a must watch. Every oh, God, time. when he sings, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And, you know, that the lyrics of that song, it's have yourself a merry little Christmas. Do, 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 do. Uh, so if there's this lyric in it that says we might not be here next year. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's sort of a downer song, actually. Yeah. Ah, wow. then she, well, no wonder she went out and smashed all those snowmen afterwards. <laughs> Do you remember? That's what she did, the little girl. It's such a great movie. But I, I think the old movies touch some kind of a schmaltzy factor. Yeah. That the new ones don't. Okay, let's talk since we are, we're segwaying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes. There I am in my uh, rosemary. Stop, oh my gosh. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it's a good thing I didn't try to put it on this year because with those COVID 30 or whatever they are, I probably couldn't. <laughs> but. So, speaking of music and musicals, do any of you all have a favorite Christmas album or a song? that just immediately puts you right into the Christy mood. I mean, into the holiday mood now. In a Christy <laughs> mood? Well, I, I mean. I got to slow down on the drinking. <laughs> in the Christy mood. <laughs> All right, Christy, you start. This Christy eyeglasses over there. Oh, I'll start. Okay. Um, well, there's some that like are just classics. I mean, Mariah Carey singing All I Want for Christmas is You. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's just like epic um james taylor singing go tell it on a mountain is yep. magic but for something like a little off the wall train has this christmas album and they like wrote christmas songs and they are so good it's like become one of my favorite yes christmas in tahoe oh my I god love i didn't know that yeah and i like to listen to nothing but christmas music for like weeks yeah. on end and it's yeah. a little different than every other christmas album yeah may i ask who's trained it's a band i know but is it popular am i am i just old and don't know who it is <laughs> yeah what are some of the other like hit songs now i can't remember maybe i'm <laughs> i've been to train concerts and i can't actually <laughs> i'll get back to you hey jupiter hey jupiter yeah on your recommendation you. i'm gonna I'm going to ask the Oracle called Google and find out the Sean answer. Sean says, hey, Jupiter is a, is a good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Patty, you've got one? Yeah, I I have always loved um, Amy Grant's Christmas album called oh, Tennessee yeah. Christmas. Y'all, it is just like the, that's the updated version Sean's showing right now. But it, it came out probably 20 or 30 years ago. And every song on it, but the song Tender Tennessee Christmas but the song that makes me say Christmas is here is when she sings the duet with her husband, Vince Gill, and they sing that song, A Grown-Up Christmas Wish. 
list. Yeah. All the things we want as grownups. And it's just, it never fails to make my eyes fill with tears and say, okay, it's Christmas season. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kristen, did I already ask you? Nope, but I'm happy to go. So um, my, uh, <laughs> my my actual answer is Silver Bells, um, whatever version, the Bing Crosby version, the Elvis yeah. version, the Michael Buble, whatever, but especially the Bing Crosby version. It's just, um, I don't know, it's, it's just a magical song to me. Um, but I also have to say, since I've now outed myself as a complete dork for liking this 1984 movie so much. Um, I love you for I, it. I absolutely you. love you for it. <laughs> um, but, but can you still love me after this? Um, I, I, re- <laughs> I, I rediscovered um, a year or so ago uh, uh, an album I loved when I was 10 because I was obsessed with the New Kids in the Block. But do you guys know that the New Kids in the Block had a Christmas album in 1989? <laughs> I have to go buy this immediately. Oh my god! I have to just get really close to the screen to look at that cover because I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> hey, Mary um, Legs. You, you, you guys can't unsee it now. I'm sorry. But, I um, can't unsee it. <laughs> there is a song from that album called Funky Funky Christmas. And I put it on about a year ago Not thinking that Noah would crack up because it has some funny lines in it. And I knew every single word. 30 years after I last listened wow. to it, I still knew every single word. So yes, wow. Funky Funky Christmas will always hold a special place <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> Think like gosh, oh my gosh. space that's making my eyes brain that could be used for something like really brilliant. Because I'll hear things too, and I'm like, how? Like I was listening to like some really old Whitney Houston album that my mom used to like play as a cassette in the car, and I was like, I know all these songs still, yeah. <laughs> every word. But I can't remember to pick up the dry cleaning. Right, I, I, I know, know, I know exactly what I did an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Alice, tell us about your favorite. Yeah, well, actually, that's a perfect segue, a perfect segue, because, you know, at Christmas time, I love new songs. Like, I think Bruce Bruce Springsteen's super cool. I love, I laugh. Marcus always, that's my favorite song. You know, the Santa Claus is coming to town. Yep, the Santa Claus is coming. But I'll tell you, the ones that make the, uh, the albums, I don't buy Christmas albums anymore. I just download and things. But the ones that I do have the CDs of still are the ones I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I love, do you remember, I, I'm dating myself, but Andy Williams. Oh, yeah. I mean, he owned Christmas back in the day. His boy. Christmas sweaters. And, <laughs> Andy Williams. And then there was, um, of course, Bing Crosby songs. You know, we had to, um, Nat King Cole. We used to, you know, Harry Belafonte has a great Christmas album. Harry and when Como. I hear, Perry Como, yes. And when I, I have hear a Perry one, Como holiday station on my Pandora. Oh, that's really? Funny. Yeah. I mean, it's all know, those people you just said, Mary Alice. It's amazing. And those are the ones my mom and dad listened to when we were growing up. So they, when I hear them, I'm like back to that place. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was trying to think which is the one that I really tear up the most over, and it really is "I'll Be Home for Christmas." Yeah, the one with and it's the one sung by Frank Sinatra is the best. So good. And I'll be home. And I was thinking that this year, sort of like what we were talking about before, this is a year that you know a lot of us are not going to go home. So I think a lot of us will be teary eyed. But there's a beauty to it, you know, yeah. that I just love. 
Sarah's. Well, I um, I have to admit that my favorite album is from the 60s. And it is um, Phil Spector's, I think it's called uh, Phil Spector's Merry Christmas to You. But it's all 60s wall of sound songs. And my all-time favorite is Darlene Love singing Christmas Baby. There she is. There it is. <laughs> singing Christmas Baby, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. She used to sing it every year on David Letterman's last show of the Christmas season. They would make this wow. huge production and, and, you know, they would have um, they would have stars come on playing the saxophone. And it was just so much fun. So Christmas Baby, Please Come Home is my, um, yeah. Oh, Sean loved that. Okay, Sean, now you're a composer and a musician. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Oh, man. I, I am such a sucker for Christmas stuff. Uh, I was just introducing my wife and three-year-old to, of course, like the, the albums we listened to as kids. Mine was A Very Special Christmas 2. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's a Tom Petty Christmas song on there. Just I love, there's a Boys to Men song on there. Oh. <laughs> it's good. It's not as good as New Kids on the Block, but it's cool. I mean, what, what could be? What could be, right. really? Have you ever written a Christmas song? Um, I covered a Christmas song a few times. I haven't written an original, no. A, a lot of Halloween. I've done a whole album of Halloween songs. So. Oh, oh, that's Halloween. You did not need that, Sean. Yeah, we want to play mean, We just keep peeling back the lines <laughs> with you. <laughs> we, this, <laughs> is very this is like a Christmas present finding that out. I know. Uh, you know, know. you got to write a Christmas song for next year's Christmas party. Okay. Christmas party. Okay. All right. Okay. What's up? Is Maggie or Meg? Meg, Meg. what's your favorite Christmas album? Um, well, I guess I have two. I think for as far as rock and roll and kind of funny, it would be um, Father Christmas by the Kinks. Yeah. And I also, I, I'm not a huge country music fan, but we do have a huge soft spot for um, Willie Nelson's Pretty Paper. Oh, my God. The saddest Christmas song ever. Well, his, that whole album is just so good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and one year my mom and I were listening to it while we were putting up the tree, and we were mad because my brother and stepfather weren't helping us. And so we were like, we can do this ourselves. And we went, got the tree, dragged it home, <laughs> it up, and the whole thing fell, and it all, it broke. <laughs> we didn't want them to have the satisfaction of knowing. So we dragged it out, went back to the place, got another tree, came home. And the whole time, that soundtrack was in my head. So it, 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 that's it, awesome. Hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. Oh, the television just came on in my house. That's bizarre. Um, <laughs> Ghost of Christmas Past is visiting you. Honestly, I don't know how that happened. My grandkids were in here watching some stupid cartoon. Okay, now your least favorite Christmas song. My, I'm going to start because I think this is the worst. It's called Christmas Carol. <laughs> It's called Christmas Carol. It's about a little four-year-old girl, orphan girl. There it is. No, no, that's not it. This is a country music song, and it's about a man that sees a little girl, and she doesn't have a mommy or a daddy, and that's all she wants for Christmas. It's a total sob fest. Yeah. It's my least favorite. Mary Alice, what about yours? Oh, I got to tell you, it's it's not that the song's so bad. It's it's have a holly jolly. <laughs> Turn off the television. Stop, that's that's like a I have this voice. 
it never gets out of my head because it just he has that voice, you know, and it's just every time you turn around, <laughs> that's called an earworm. You get that song and you yep. Yep. Set it out, oh. and you wake up and you're singing it, and you're like, "Are you kidding me?" Little Will told me that he read an article that chewing gum helps get the songs out of your head. Really? That's what? interesting. That's interesting. That's science. Thank you, Little Will. Science. Yeah. Science. That's true. <laughs> well, my least favorite is that song about the Christmas shoes. Same. Oh, yeah. It's mm. just, like, it should be illegal. That song should be illegal. It's just terrible. I mean, oh, like, I can't even think about it. It's so sad. I forgot about yeah. it. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. You guys, though, so grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, but I love it. Really- oh, no. No, um, no. We always start singing. Grandma got it over. That's, that's a real kind As of for me and Grandpa, we believe. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Guys, I have to jump on. I'm so sorry to do this, but the internet has voted. The worst Christmas song is the Paul oh. McCartney one. Oh, for real. There's that's many that's articles written about how that is the worst song. Which oh, one? How, it? It how does it go? I don't I don't know. Oh gosh. It's Christmas. Simply happy Christmas Day. Yeah, I vote. I kind of like that one. I hate that song. It's not as bad as Holly Jolly. No, the internet is doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the internet. I have, I must have Paul McCartney have the worst of anything. Of anything. No, no, it doesn't even make sense. No. Oh, okay, let's concentrate oh, on the positive. Okay. 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 Love come out. How about, you know, since we're friends in fiction, yeah. let's talk about our favorite Christmas books. Do you all have a favorite or you care to oh. share? Uh. Um you're going to I think, I mean, it, it sounds dorky, but, but just like, but I'm like Kristen. So we're in the dork fest family, but I mean, <laughs> I just really love the night before Christmas. And I, I think I love it the most because when my kids were little, there it is. Oh my gosh. And that's the exact book I have. I have that one too. Oh. oh, and when they were little, they would just sit on my lap and I would read it. I have a picture of Rusk. And I'm reading it to him right before he went to bed on Christmas Eve. And it was just this kind of transition from, you know, go to Christmas Eve service, you have the big meal, you put everything out, and then you read that book, and then it's bed and you're waiting for Santa to come. Oh, it's the best. And you just don't get those days back. So Daddy, I, I who was on Saturday Night Live? Because it's always that's the story that grandfathers always read to their children but yeah. Saturday Night Live did it and it's the actor um did you see it I didn't oh now I gotta I'll see stop that now I gotta Google, I gotta Google oh them. my gosh it's this it's the famous actor and I blank I, I had something to drink it's it's I blame it on the uh, <laughs> the smoking bishop blew it out of my brain the smoke but, is smoking your brain I don't know yes. I'll look it up oh. That's Here a good one, Sandy. I think we I think we have a guess about what yours is. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite Christmas yes. book. Here's your clue right here. Right. It's a Christmas Carol. I and I think it was even more 
emphasized. Yeah, it's to me the classic. And you know, this was published in 1853, and most people don't realize after this book was published, he really popularized a lot of the ideas that we have about Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, the giving, the the Christmas chair, having a drink. You know, all this is part is part of his creative mind, which is so great. I don't think there's any character more fabulous than Scrooge. I mean, who thought of, he's a genius to come up with this guy. And also, if you think of all his first lines, you know, the best of times, the worst of times. He was really good at first lines. And this is the first line of Christmas Carol. Marley is dead. Boom. <laughs> That's it. I mean, that gets you sucked right in. So I, Christmas Carol is, I mean, the best. Well, that's a great hook. Kristen, how about you? Uh, I'm going to copy Patty. It's the same one, the, uh, the Night Before Christmas. And, um, you know, I have childhood memories of it, and we're building new childhood memories with Noah now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, in fact, he even has, we got him this year, a, um, a little bear that reads the book for him. Wow. So it's a bear that has, like, a little book open in front of him, and he reads the entire The Night Before Christmas. Will you send me the link to that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, I have That's to really have cute. it. Okay. Not for my grandchildren, for me. That's awesome. <laughs> I want them to read it to me. Awesome. I'm just noticing how good I look. <laughs> <laughs> All of us just look our shoulders. My shoulders are like way up here. <laughs> this Welcome to the era of padded shoulders. And I'm, and I'm, I'm having water. Like I feel like I sound like I've been drinking, and I have not. I'm just really having a good time at our party. <laughs> Well, Christy, how about we are desperate for a party? Um, <laughs> we just need party. something fun. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, you need what you want. Um, I'm going to say the Grinch, the Grinch again. I mean, that's I just think it's so it's so great. I mean, I echo all the other ones too. I mean, they're amazing. I just was going to say something that somebody else hadn't said, um, <laughs> but I just love it. I just think it's amazing and wonderful, and I love to read it every year. Yeah. Well, mine is. Um, You'll never believe Truman Capote, who wrote In Cold Blood and Breakfast in Tiffany's, also wrote a, a book, a short story, actually. It's called A Christmas Memory, and it's a Depression-era short story originally published in Mademoiselle Magazine in December of 1956. It's about a young Southern boy modeled, of course, on young Truman Capote, who is helping a beloved elderly distant cousin, Sook gather the makings for fruitcake so it's it's in um it's in alabama you know um the character um the little boy in to kill a mockingbird um was roughly based on truman capote whose aunt truman capote would get dumped at his his aunt's house when his mother went off doing whatever she was doing so um the little boy in um to kill a mockingbird is based on a young truman capote and this is a semi-autobiographical story, which I absolutely love. Okay, now, we cannot leave you without talking about food. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But first, we have to mention, um, I believe some of us have Christmas books. I believe. And those were three of my absolute favorites. Oh, thank exactly. you. <laughs> bears mentioning. Yeah. Yes. Would, would any of the three of you like to talk about your Christmas books? Maybe you'll have to call us off again, too. You go ahead, Mary Alice. You have it right there. Bye, I grab it. 
my one and only. This is uh, a low country Christmas, and um, I wrote it a couple of years ago. And I really, I, I had this in my heart for a long time, and it actually came out very quickly when I wrote it. And it's the story of a of a marine who comes home at Christmas time, and he's supposed, to, and he has PTSD. And I, it's really how a family of the shrimping family is down on its luck. And this little boy wants a dog for Christmas. And it's sort of modeled after It's a Wonderful Life, where it's it's a tough story. The Marine is going through tough times. And the, you know how mothers are supposed to make it feel like, I can make Christmas happy. I don't care about the dad. It's always, if you have a bad Christmas, it's mom's fault somehow. <laughs> Isn't it? Always. Always. <laughs> Always the mom. So mom's like, our Christmas present is Taylor coming home. And the 10-year-old boy's like, that's not, not what I want for Christmas. <laughs> what a dog. So in the story, um, this PTSD Marine gets his service dog. And that's like the angel in It's a Wonderful Life. It changes his life. But who's not happy? The little boy. He got a dog too. So it's it's a it's a Chris it's uplifting at the end. And I really um I love this story. Oh, and there we all are, and I hope y'all do too. Next. Patty, tell us about the perfect love song. The perfect love song was a shoot-off of my novel and then let and then when light breaks. Once again, I'm drinking water too. When light breaks, it was the shoot off of when light breaks. And I love this book because I didn't set out necessarily to write a Christmas novella, which is what ended up happening. But I wanted to know what happened to the sister, the best friend and the brother. I wanted to know, I left them dangling in when light breaks. And so I have that their story in the perfect love song and it incorporates all my favorite things, music. They're in a country music band, Ireland, um, mythology, the myth of the clotter ring. And I weave them all together and I take you to Ireland and I loved writing it. And every time I think about that little story, I, I kind of grin. I love that book. How about you, Mary Kay? Well, I wrote um, Blue Christmas um, 15 years ago. I can't believe it. I had to look up the copyright date. And I wrote it because uh, my daughter was engaged and getting married. And I thought, I got to find a way to pay for this big wedding this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so my oh, my gosh. My Christmas. <laughs> My agent called me up and said, I talked to your editor and we have an idea. We want you to write a Christmas book. And I said, okay. And he said, but you only have this much time to write it. Um, and so I took myself down to, it's set in Savannah. And not, nobody told me you can't have a Christmas book set in Savannah because it doesn't snow. <laughs> um, so, and I actually looked it up and there, ha there have been some snowflakes on Christmas in Savannah in the past. So anyway, um, Blue Christmas, it's got Elvis, because um, that's another one of my favorite Christmas album, yeah. Blue Christmas. It's got Elvis, it's got a bag lady, it's it's loosely reminiscent of a favorite um, Betty Davis Christmas movie that's called, um, I forget what it's called, but there's got a character in it called Apple Annie, and she plays in a bag, a, oh. a a pocket full of miracles. Pocket full of miracles. Glenn Ford. That was another good movie. Yeah, Glenn Ford and Betty Davis. Glenn and Ford. Guys running short. Wow. We have to hurry up. Okay, uh, we have to talk about our favorite Christmas recipe, uh, Patty. Um, so you think it would be something very traditional, like 
you know, stuffing or oyster casserole or, but I got to tell you, I make these huge breakfast casseroles on Christmas day. And I tried not to make it one year, just like it was a busy year. And you were just talking about kids and traditions and, and them noticing if, and blaming the mom. If you off one thing that you do every year, yeah. Did they notice the garland and the tree you put up and the things you cut? No, they noticed the one thing you didn't do, just like you do every year. That's and um, for us, it's this just huge, gooey breakfast casserole I make with sausage and bread and eggs and mm. enough cheese to drown in. And we get up and we get our coffee. Nobody's allowed to touch anything till they get the breakfast casserole. And then we sit down and open all the stockings. So That's, okay, we're gonna hurry. Up. Okay, lightning round. Just one sentence of your of the oh, recipe. Come it on. It says Christmas. One recipe. Boom. Go. Rush your and pudding. Rush your pudding. Go ahead. That's it. Rocky Road fudge. Mary Alice. Roast beef, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding every Christmas. Oh yeah. And my my mom's Christmas fudge. Oh, oh. Oh. Jinx, jinx. <laughs> Um, mine has to be Christmas ham. My mother-in-law would put it on Christmas Eve uh, before we went to midnight mass and we would come home and the whole house would smell like ham. And um, that says, that says Christmas Eve to me. So ladies, I'm afraid our Christmas party is coming. Ooh, to the end. Wait, don't we have some Christmas photos to show or did we not do that? I, I can't remember. If you have any, Sean, oh, I think this is funny. We've got to share what we have. Uh, no, no, we didn't send it to him. Nope. We will post okay. it on the Facebook. Yeah, page. we're gonna. We've got some Facebook. old Christmas photos we want to share with all of you. And all. I didn't have one, so I'll pull it on the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> we just have Mary Kay. You all, let's turn Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh, happy holidays. Ooh. To the Fab Five happy. and all our friends and fiction members. Yes, Merry we appreciate you. Love you Holidays. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to the Friends and Fiction Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Friends and Fiction Podcast wherever you listen. And if you're enjoying it, leave a review. You can find the Friends and Fiction authors at www.friendsandfiction.com, as well as on the Facebook group page, Friends and Fiction. Come back soon, okay? There are still lots of books, writing tips, interviews, publishing news, and bookstores to chat about. Goodbye. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.